0: to Return to Oz Minute. This is the podcast where we're analyzing the 1985 Disney movie Return to Oz one terrifying minute at a time. I may have already said that. I'm Tierney Steele. And
1: I'm Mike Carlucci.
0: And for those of you brave enough to continue on this journey with Dorothy, today we're talking about Minute 17, which starts with Dorothy leaving her room. And it ends with her being wheeled away on the gurney by the nurse and these two orderlies? Attendants? Whatever they're called. Um, They're terrified. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. This minute is, I think, one of the scariest in the whole movie. But it is balanced now that I am a little bit older and have read Harry Potter multiple times. Uh, Dorothy has total book Harry Potter sass. Oh yeah. Something I would not have known. Oh yeah. Oh god, it's so great. Um when she comes out of the room, the orderlies put her on the gurney the table, whatever we're calling it, and the nurse tells her to lie down. And she's so polite. She's so polite in her response. She's just like, I'd like to sit up if if I may. And then what happens?
1: Nurses, what did your aunt say? To do what you told me, Miss Wilson. Then lie down. She doesn't say it oh quite God. that mean. Oh, it's,
0: God. It's still stern, though. I feel like there should be, like, a trigger warning on this episode around this minute. Yeah, it's, it's not great, but when they start strapping her down, which, again, that's what really freaks me out the most, But my favorite thing is, she's just like, when she asks why you strapping me down, the nurse is just so, so you don't fall off. And then Dorothy's line is, I came here all the way in the buggy and didn't fall off. And the nurse has no response.
1: What's she gonna say?
0: control my life but i still i still get a good singer in um have we known this nurse's name was miss bolson or is that part of like the intros that ended up getting cut from the movie
1: yes so in the same deleted scene that we we spoke about earlier where the nurse answers the door and is a little friendly uh that comes in minute nine in the script or page nine of the script uh where Doctor Worley says, "This is head nurse Wilson, and I'm Doctor Worley." Mm.
0: Uh,
1: after he says okay. the the part with Dottie. Yeah. Uh, so that
0: I have to say, go ahead. Sorry.
1: So, so that again was something that was in, in an earlier version of the script was filmed and then was cut.
0: I think they made the right choice taking out that early scene where she's friendly. Just because the great thing about Miss Wilson, or Nurse Wilson, or whatever you want to call her, is that she hasn't actively been mean. She's just... She's just stern enough, and she's saying things that are just off enough. That, like, all your stranger danger bells are going off. But she's not actually done or said anything, like, overtly evil.
1: No, her, she's just, she's just stern. Yep.
0: Like,
1: I mean, she was the head nurse at, uh, at a clinic of some sort. Um, uh, she seems to be calling the shots for the day to day operations. I mean, she's, this is, Dorothy is just some other, some other patient. And she treats her just the same. It's like, Hey, I'm in charge. I'm going to tie you down. Like, this is a hospital. We do things differently. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I just... I think it's a very interesting balance because you really do read into it. Um, and, of course, having watched this as a kid, we read into it, you know, the scary nurse. Um, I have a little bit about this actress. So we see our best friend Pons Mar again, but we haven't talked about Miss Wilson yet who's played by Jean Marsh. So I looked her up. I have the IMDB link if you want it, but I was so distracted because she was in Doctor Who! And a lot of other things. A lot of other things. Um, she did tons of theater. She has so many movie and TV credits. Um, She was an Upstairs, Downstairs, which I'm sure is what my mother would say she's from, because my mom isn't cool enough to watch Doctor Who with me. Um, And if you look into her biography on IMDb, she was married to John Pertwee for a while, and she studied mime, and she was awarded the OBE, Officer of the Order of the British Empire, in the 2012 Queen's Birthday honors for her services to drama. And I apparently love her because she is so cool. Like I just wanna read more about her and everything she's done.
1: Oh, she was in she was an old Doctor Who.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, wow. It's so cool. Like there's so much stuff and it's such a range and I just yeah. I I'm so impressed with who's involved in this movie. Like it just astounds me because for so much of my life, until I started hanging out with you, this was just a movie that I you know people around me barely remembered ever existed. And then to dig into it and see like Piper Laurie is Aunt M, Jean Marsh is this nurse. This is crazy. This is so good.
1: Oh, and she she was actually three different people in Doctor Who. She was Joanna, then Sarah Kingdom, and then Morgaine.
0: Oh, I haven't seen her be Morgaine, but I am a sucker for Avalon stories, so Ooh. I'm down. Um, and she spoiler plays multiple people in this movie, so she's a. Very talented woman. (laughs) But yeah, she does so well at terrifying me. But if I put on my my analytical hat, she hasn't actually done anything. You're just scared of her anyway.
1: (laughs) That's what makes her character work so well.
0: Yep. Oh, God. So good. Um, we get the first, like, overt lady or lying moment in this minute because Dorothy asks if she hurt. Heard- first of all, I don't like that Dorothy asks, Did I hear someone scream? Yeah. You did. You know it. I know it. We all know it. You heard someone scream. What you want to know is why or what's going on. Um, and the nurse says no. So th- I think that's the first thing where it's like, Oh, she's
1: lying. Yeah, there's really not anything else. There's there's nothing in the script, uh, in addition to that conversation. It's just it's just what you hear. Yeah. It's just no, not no. You know, listen to me or no. You didn't. Just uh, shuts her down. Well,
0: crazy is there's a thunderstorm going on. You can just blame it on the storm. This is uh, that exchange reminded me so much of a secret garden when she hears moaning and they insist it's the wind going over the moor. Like, oh yeah sometimes it sounds like that. I mean, she could have come up with something. She has a huge storm going on outside for cover. And I mean Dorothy is you know here for help with mental instability so if you told her like oh you must have heard the storm wrong kid i mean that's still not nice but here she's just like nope and that is the end of our conversation
1: <laughs> yeah she she's just all business which again she's not she's not evil uh, from what we've seen we interpret her to be, to be terrible, but mm-hmm. she's just, she's just there, just given given a few simple orders to her underlings. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's I. I hurt myself when I was three or four. I actually needed stitches on the back of my head and. That, uh, means that I've been terrified of being held out because they had to hold me down while they did the stitches. And it was not a good time, and I've been uncool with anything like this where the restraints, the minute they start buckling you down, I am just, like, the goosebumps are up on all of my arms. I am, like, perched in my chair, like, as if I'm going to get up and leave, but I stuck it out. I've made it. I've made it this far, guys. <laughs> Like I said, I used to be very happy when I caught this on TV, and it was already past the scene.
1: Oh, this is interesting.
0: Watch fine.
1: So, on her IMDb page, among her personal quotes, she actually pulls a little bit of uh, the Dorothy Witt. Hey. Asked if she owns a piece of Upstairs, Downstairs, nineteen seventy one, she said. I get a residual for the idea as much as I get a residual for the acting. It's a very low fee. I think I got something like a $100 an episode initially for the idea, and my royalty is based on that rate. I've got a saying. If it had been made in America, I'd be Mary Tyler more. As it is, I'm Mary Tyler less.
0: Aww.
1: Zing! <laughs>
0: she created it too that's cool I mean I'm sorry she's not the Marilee Tyler Moore of the uh, British Isles but it
1: says in the early 1970s oh, she cool. co-created and starred in so okay
0: I knew she started it I just never put it together I know that's one I know my mom watched and like I can even picture we have like a book on upstairs downstairs but it wasn't one that I ever got into so it's just one of those like peripheral things you know about because someone in your family's into them but you're not yourself so I never put that together which to be fair I think is what these movies by minutes podcasts are for my sister I invited her to guest mm. on this and I was trying to explain it and I don't think I did a very good job I think she's more confused now than when we started <laughs>
1: Well, it's a lot to take in. You mean the pod...
0: Sadly, got...
1: I've gotten a lot of... You mean the podcast is one minute long? No. Podcast is 20 to 30 minutes long, each about one minute of the movie.
0: We're cool. We're all cool here. (laughs) Uh, I'm just so grateful that, like, Honestly, anyone is listening to us. Maybe that's a little too self-deprecating, but it's so cool to be part of Movies by Minutes this in the summer of 17, where there are so many of us now that are new podcasts. Um, if you have no idea what we're talking about, because you've just stumbled onto our podcast somehow, I'm not sure how you would have, but welcome... Uh, If you go to moviesbyminutes.com that lists all the currently releasing or the wrapped up Movies by Minutes podcast. So there's what? We're up to like 60 of them or something like that?
1: So There are quite a few.
0: Yes. Um, And I just want to say thank you to Pete and Alex of Star Wars Minute. Um, It was recently pointed out to me like they didn't invent this idea but we would not be here if it weren't for them so a tip of the hat a happy 94 and everyone should go check out that podcast as well
1: yeah that really got the uh got the format it's it's star put it on the map
0: (laughs) uh i am i'm just looking over my notes i'm so sad that I have so few notes for Friday. I feel like, no, like, the weekend's coming. I should have so much to say, but I'm just so uncomfortable in this minute. I was trying to get a look at the second attendant, um, not Ponsmar. I can only assume it's Doug Jones. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense, but <laughs> I can't actually tell who that is.
1: Sadly, it's probably not Doug Jones. At the time, he would have been busy probably doing the Mac Tonight commercials. I think those started in maybe uh, maybe seven.
0: So, he had time before this. Um, Or he had time for this before that. (laughs) Oh, English. Um, You know, actually, what I want to do this weekend, I shouldn't say that, no promises, but at some point, before we finish this podcast, I want to look at this cast list at this filming and figure out how many Americans versus how many British people there were. Because they filmed in England, and it seems like there's a lot of British actors, but it's not like it's all British actors and then, like, just for is a bulk. I mean, Laura Piper is American... Um, Pons Mar is American, why am I blanking on the name of the person who plays Dr. Warley? Uh, uh,
1: Nicole Williamson.
0: Thank you. I think he's American too, isn't he? I haven't looked at his credits in a while. Matt
1: Clark plays Uncle Henry. Uh, no, Nicole Williamson was born in Scotland.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And he died in 2011 the age of 75 in amsterdam
0: that's not a bad that that could be a good run um i want to make a doctor who joke about scotland where like they want they made their own ship so i i said british technically technically that's not right Yeah, but yeah, at some point I'm curious to see what this is. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to find out about this movie, and then every so often I'll just run into a wall of, like, why can I not find any more information? But I'm really grateful to the people who have been posting to our listeners group on Facebook, The Flying Sofa. They've dug up interviews with different people and just information about filming that i hadn't been able to find it's really really helpful in researching all this
1: yeah it's uh it's nice to see it only took only took 30 years or so but people really do have a fondness for this that that uh, those of us growing up with it through the magic of the internet you can connect and share and Enjoy in returning to Oz, which will be in Oz very, very soon. Please hang in there.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry if you are sick of me being terrified in Kansas, but we are so close to Oz now. This is great. And I do feel like it's been kind of nice to have a little bit of plot pickup, even though... It's frustrating because these minutes are moving us forward, but they're so quiet in and of themselves. Like, each one it just has, like, this little tiny bit of stuff to talk about, and then it's just like, and the rest of the movie is silent with music. Like, or minute is silent with music and, like, a thunderclap. <laughs> it's, it's a little hard, but we are definitely getting there. I was just thinking, as you were saying that, you better be careful and hope it doesn't get too popular, because you know then they'll remake it, right? Oof. Do we need to do a little fan casting if they remade Return to Oz? First of all, are you okay? How's your heart doing, as I say, as I propose this?
1: (laughs) What are you proposing? No, uh...
0: I'm even a girl. You can't get the. Rel- I'm-, no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Recasting Return to odds. We'll have to we'll have to pick this up towards the end of the film once we've been introduced to all the characters.
0: Yes. I also am realizing like I need to know more young actresses because I'm trying to think like who would play Dorothy and I'm drawing blanks because everyone I think of is too old. Yeah. It'd be more like Judy Garland style, where they're not really a kid. And no one needs to deal with that again. It's the 21st century. We don't do that to our actresses anymore, at least not that badly.
1: Kira Knightley is Dorothy Gale.
0: Yeah, no. No, that doesn't work for me.
1: <laughs> uh, no, at uh, like Pirates of the Caribbean time, if you had cast Kira Knightley as the Judy Garland style Dorothy, I think you would have had an interesting, mm. interesting mix there.
0: You still keep Emma Ridley as herself then. <laughs> Kira Knightley and Emma Ridley running around, being British and cool, that'd be awesome. <laughs> sure. I'm looking over at my DVDs and realizing I like a lot of old movies. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this isn't gonna help me, um, but I will think about it. Uh, I will keep that in the back of my mind. And yeah, as you said, maybe at the end of the movie, we'll we'll be able to come up with something.
1: I think I would put. Um, I think I think I would have The Rock play the Gump. We just mocked Moana, so I might be influenced from that. Yeah. Oh, Moana's so good! I I think The Rock could make a great... uh, Oh, no! No, We can have The Rock play Jack, and Vin Diesel will play The Gump.
0: You just want Fast and the Furious at that point. (laughs) No, because you need someone you're right we should get into this more when it's later but like the gump has a like world weariness to him that I feel like the rock could do but maybe there is someone better if we think about it for a while I don't know that the
1: well Alan Rickman as the gump
0: oh now I'm sad um thinking, I don't know if The Rock is, like, neurotic enough to be Jack. Um. I don't know. We'll we'll think about it. I, I have to cut us off from this only because I feel so bad for our listeners who haven't met these people yet, who are just, like, screaming at their phones and computers right now, like, what are you two talking about? Um. But if you have suggestions for... Recast for Dorothy, Aunt M, Uncle Henry, Nurse Wilson, or Dr. Worley. Let us know, like I said, on that Facebook group. We also are on Twitter at OzMinute. And you can find all our back episodes and more information about the podcast at ReturnToOzMinute.com.
1: Or for the brave, WeogTiogPiog.com.
0: Are we still going to, like, make such a big deal of that once we get to the point where they show on screen how to spell that? Will it still be for the brave of heart at that point? Yes. All right. All right. Works for me. Okay. Well, have a wonderful weekend. Think about Oz as much as possible. And I'll see you back here on Monday.
1: Okay, do you want to take us out?
0: Sure. I wasn't sure if you had anything else to say. Uh, Weog. Heog.
1: Heog!
0: Heog! Heog.
1: Perfect.